Spoken with Bruce and Gatos. Speaking up for Arizona. Let's be blunt. None of these people should have a job. Outspoken. I'm not here to mince words. That was a bad decision. KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Happy President's Day. It's a Monday. Barry Markson in for Mr. Gatos today. Barry, it's great to have you with us. As we talked about, uh, as you uh, might have been uh, listening and hearing and whatnot, uh, we have an opportunity uh, right. for, uh, uh, for an interview. And we're going to start things off on, on President's Day. Yes. President's Day Monday. Great with, to be uh, here. With, uh, with uh, Barry and your big get. Barry, our, introduce our guest, won't you please? Uh, well, we're excited to have on uh, KTR with us today, uh, Carrie Lake. She's running for the U.S. Senate here in Arizona. And Carrie, thanks for coming on the program today. I'm happy to be on. Thanks for having me, both of you guys. Great to have you. So we, we have a, a ton of questions for you, Carrie. No kidding around. And we're going to try to get to as many as we can with you. And we hope you'll you'll help us so we can get as much information out to the listeners and the voters as, as we can. And uh, the first question I have for you, uh, you know, in the governor's race, you publicly stated that you supported the pre-statehood Arizona law that banned all abortion except to save the life of the mother with no other exceptions. Uh, and it also made it a felony for anyone to help a woman have an abortion. And you said you wanted that to be Arizona law. Do you still support a total Arizona, a total abortion ban? And if not, what is your specific position on abortion today? And if you are elected to the Senate, will you vote for or against a nationwide abortion ban? I talked a lot about abortion. I think that I talked about it uh, with clarity, being a woman and being a mother. And I said, I support the law on the books and the law on the books is 15 weeks. Now it looks like there may be a change here in our ballot. We might see a ballot measure. I know that signatures are being collected right now, which should move that up to 20, 22 weeks. I'm not sure if it's been specified. I support what the people of Arizona support. At the end of the day, we're gonna have 50 different laws. I don't believe in a federal ban. I believe that we worked hard. We knew that Roe v. Wade was unconstitutional. The justices struck it down and now it's going to the state. So we're gonna have 50 different laws and we're gonna have to work in that in that patchwork of laws. So given that we're gonna have 50 different laws, if you're in the Senate and a nationwide abortion ban, a bill comes before you, will you vote for it or against it? I will not vote for that. I believe we've worked hard to get it to the state level, but what I do think we have to do and where we've made mistakes as Republicans is we've gotten so caught up in the number of weeks and and when abortion should be legal and illegal, and we've stopped thinking and asking, why are women walking into abortion clinics in the first place? What are the issues they're facing? Is it they can't afford a baby? And let me tell you, in Joe Biden's economy, that's becoming more and more painfully obvious that people can't even afford to feed themselves, let alone a baby. So we need to do more to provide options to support the family. Our country is only as as our country is only as strong as our most important institution, which is the family. We need more babies. Our, our population is falling. Our birth rate is falling. And so I want to encourage people to have families. And that means baby bonuses. You know, in Hungary, they cut the number of abortions in half and they never touched the law. The law didn't change, but they started to support families. They started to give people tax breaks when they got married, a, a, tax, uh, a tax cut when they had a baby, baby bonuses, if you will. And I think we should do that. We bail out big corporations, multinational corporations. We bail out big banks, but we never help the family. And the family is struggling right now. If Carrie we Lake is uh, a family I'm and sorry. women, 
then we are, we'll see the abortion rate go down and we'll see a lot more people happy to be mothers and happy to have families. Carrie Lake is joining us here on KTR. A quick follow up during the during the primary debate for governor, uh, you said you believe life be- uh, begins at conception and that abortion pills, which are used by women uh, to end a pregnancy very, very early so they don't need to have an abortion. You said that the abortion pill should not be legal in Arizona. This is a national issue now. Would you vote yes or no for a nationwide law banning the abortion pill? I think what you're mistaking is what women take when they take a pill when they go in and they're several weeks pregnant versus the day after pill. And the abortion pill, when women go in and they're several weeks pregnant, they go home, they take this pill, and oftentimes they hemorrhage. And there's no medical staff there to care for them. We're, we're, yeah. we're really the, the risking bill, a lot that, of women's yeah, that pill's actually we're been used for, of- for That pill's actually been used for decades, and it's, it's very safe and actually safer than abortions. My, my question was, if you're in the Senate no, the and that vote comes up, will you vote yes true. or no for a, a law that would ban the abortion pill, yes or no? I don't think that women should be taking a pill at home and risking hemorrhaging. I care about women. I care about women's health. And women's health is not taking a pill that will have you hemorrhage at home. Okay. Uh, uh, Miss Lake, a uh, question for you, something right from the, the headlines these days, thinking of uh, being a senator. Would you approve of America leaving NATO? Uh, and would you stand in opposition to Putin attacking any of our European allies? I think that everyone needs to pay their fair share in NATO. And, and President Trump, thankfully, has, by making that front and center, has made it so that these European countries are putting the amount of money that they promised to put in to secure themselves. You know, we can't protect the entire world. We can't even protect our own country right now. And if you look what's happening on our southern border, we have an invasion. And I'm pretty sure that everybody listening understands that. So I think that, you know, every country has to pony up and help pay for their own defense. And that's how NATO was set up. Thankfully, President Trump, a lot of people weren't even aware that these countries weren't paying their fair share. He made people aware of it. And because of his firm stance on that, people are now paying. These countries are now paying their fair share. It's not fair for America to have to protect every country. Are you concerned at all about Russia and and Putin? I mean, in the wake of uh, apparently killing off another one of his uh, 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 opposition leader, uh, is Russia our friend? I I think when it comes to Ukraine, the people of this country are tired of pouring their hard-earned money into it. I mean, it's very obvious when the spring offensive went nowhere in Ukraine that that war was lost. You'd have to be a fool to think it's still salvageable. The only way it could be is if we want to send NATO troops on the ground into Ukraine. It's over. It's lost. And I will never vote, by the way, to send NATO troops into Ukraine. The only question is how many more people are going to get killed. And we're watching, guys. As our lawmakers in D.C. want to pour more money, another 90 billion, another nine, 10 billion, another 20 billion, 90 billion. Do you know we're sending this money over there to send men into slaughter? We don't have to have this. We can bring people to the peace table. Tucker Carlson's interview showed that Putin has been interested in talking peace. And unfortunately, we don't have a president right now in Joe Biden. And I think you would agree who is a strong leader and wants to go to the uh, table to talk about peace. I know President Trump wants to bring peace, and he was on the way to bringing peace in the Middle East. I was told when I was a kid, and I think we might be the same age, around the same age, guys, that there was never a possibility for peace in the Middle East. 
And then we watched under President Trump's tenure and we started to see peace in the Middle East. We saw the Abraham Accords and he was pulling back from starting endless wars and he was pulling us out of endless wars. And now we're just uh, beating the drum of more war. I agree. I I agree with you. I agree with you that President Trump did some great work with the uh, with the uh, Abraham Accords. But let me ask you, Carrie Lake joining us here on KTAR. She's running for Senate here in Arizona. Um, you know, I was going to ask you this, and obviously it's a big issue online. You, you continue to claim that the 2022 election was stolen from you and that you're the real governor of Arizona. If you're right, why have you lost every single court case you filed about elections, including the ones in federal court and state court, every election challenge you you filed? Is it is it that all the judges are in on it, too? And if if the if the 2022 election was stolen from you, can you tell us specifically who did it and how? It's interesting that you bring this up, Barry, because, um, you know, you spend a lot of time tweeting about me from what my team tells me. And, um, you know, one of the complaints is, oh, she never should only she looks backwards. She never talks about the future. She only wants to talk about the elections and the stolen elections. You brought it up. You have brought it up. Actually, Carrie, actually, Carrie, you you brought it up. You still have pending lawsuits. You have a lawsuit that your lawyers today said they're expanding and and adding Coconino County to the lawsuit. So this isn't me bringing it up. It's something that you continue to talk about. So the question is, can you tell us today who stole the election from you and how did they do it? Yeah, well, you can look at my lawsuits and I'm happy to do that, but I don't want to sit and look backwards because as you have complained, she just constantly looks backward. I want to look forward and, and these lawsuits are meant to make sure that going forward, our elections are strong, that the people of Arizona have faith in them. And right now, when you look at even polling and you talk to people on the streets, I talk to a lot more people on the streets and in Arizona, I'm willing to bet on a day-to-day basis than you because I'm on the campaign trail. I agree. Arizonans are deeply concerned about our elections and the integrity of our elections. I, I understand the concern of the sure, people that's out there I, because people have been, Barry? have been again, Barry, so short on I time, Carrie. I, I just want to ask one more time because Bruce wants to ask may you a question. I answer, it, may I, I answer let your me, question? Let me, let me just add this one more time because I want to make sure you have a chance to answer the question. My question is, as you've been saying for three years, can you tell, or for two years, can you tell us who stole the election from you and how they did it? And if you if you can't or you don't want to, that's okay. But I want to make sure the question's no, there in front I, of you. I can't. The elections the elections are run poorly. They're they're run very poorly. And I don't know who exactly stole the election, but there are a lot of people who are running elections poorly. And we've seen the results. I'm hoping that you're not okay with four or five and six hour lines and sixty percent of the machines not working on election day. I think that every Arizonan wants to make sure when they cast their one legal vote it counts. We have election month and we count votes for two weeks. It's not working out. There's too many areas where fraud can slip in. And I really want to look forward and make sure that in 24, our elections are run well. The people of Arizona tell me, they stop me every day and say, thank you for fighting for election integrity. And I will do that. I want your vote, Barry, to count just as much as somebody who chose to vote on election day in Cave Creek. I'd like my vote to count more. Is that possible? Can my vote count more? (laughs) where they actually shut down the polling location all day. These people had to drive 20 minutes to find a place to vote. So all I want is honest elections. And I think that all Arizona's want that. And if you look at polling, 87% of Republicans believe our elections are fraught with fraud. 63% of independents do. And 45% of Democrats think our elections are fraudulent. Since 20, since 2000, 
we have been going back and forth, either it's the Democrats or the Republicans who don't think our elections are on the up and up, and we can do something to solve the problems. That's uh, all I want. M- we want to solve the problems. Ms. Legal, I'm going to pivot to the border. You, you touched on it there br- briefly for a while. Uh, we recently had a, a bipartisan border bill in the Senate uh, that uh, did not move out of the Senate. Um Is it better to do something about the border if it is an invasion or crisis, as you call it, than it is to do nothing? Yes, it's it's better to do something. And immediately, Joe Biden should do something. He should get right back to where we were, which is finishing and working on the construction of the wall. He should go back to the remain in Mexico policy. He should go back to Title 42. There's many things he can do, but instead, on day one, hour one, on day one and hour one, he actually reversed a very effective policy that President Trump had put in place. And maybe he didn't want to give President Trump credit for it. That's fine. He could rename it the Biden you know, border policy. But instead, we have a Biden invasion and we have upwards of 10 million, maybe even 12 million people pouring in unvetted right now. And there's going to be an attack at some point inside of our own border. We can't have this continue. And I don't think the people of Arizona nor the people of this country want this to continue. Even Democrats, when you see my opponent, Ruben Gallego, talked about it. One guy who's voted constantly to support sanctuary cities, allowing illegal aliens to vote and, you know, establishing all kinds of uh, permanency for people coming here illegally. When he is now talking about the border, you know, we got a problem. Miss Lake, again, and I, the, the legislation that, that did not move forward, and I will acknowledge that. Had money for a wall in there, increased uh, 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 turning no, people it, it around, it changed the was- asylum laws. It addressed a lot of the issues that you say are problems. My, I guess my point is in a world of divided government, um, is it something better than just continuing the status quo? No. I mean, I think one thing I will tell the people listening who are, you know, voters out there, I will never just go. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to approve this legislation, vote for this legislation because it's good enough. We got to have good legislation coming out, not something that will cement in two million people coming here illegally every year. The, the, The American people are sick and tired of what they're seeing on that border and to have to tie it up with a behemoth. $118 billion package where we're sending $90 billion overseas to kill people in order to get nothing for the border is not, is not acceptable. And and I'm tired of it. And the people of Arizona are tired of it. We can do better. And we need to send people to DC who will do better for the people of this great state and this great country. And I vow to work hard to secure that border starting on day one. And I know when President Trump gets in there, that is priority number one for him as well. Carrie Lake is joining us here on uh, on KTAR and really do appreciate the time today. Um, let, let me ask you this. On, on the Mike Broomhead show last week, you mentioned that you want to be a unifier in the Republican Party. And I'm curious, because if that's the case, why did you, in the last campaign, tell all the McCain Republicans to get out? And you published a book just a few months ago that you kind of bashed Governor Ducey and Governor Brewer and Cindy McCain and other Republicans, and and now you're supporting primary challenges to conservative Republican office holders here in Arizona. Uh, so let me ask you this question. Has any of the people from what I'll call the other wing of the Republican Party, uh, Doug Ducey, Karen Taylor, Matt Salmon, have any of those people, uh, have you brought any of those over to your side? Have any of them come out and support your, your Senate candidacy? 
I've met with dozens of people who weren't supporters in the past. First of all, I, I was able to bring a lot of people around, and I want everyone's vote. Whether you are a McCain, you know, a big, if you call yourself a McCain Republican, if you call yourself a middle-of-the-road Republican, a Trump Republican, an America First Republican, I want your vote. And guess what? I want independence votes as well, and I want disaffected Democrats. And there's a lot of them who are waking up and saying, this is not working out. I'm meeting with so many people. I'm meeting with dozens of people who weren't in my camp and weren't for me early on, and, and we're bringing people together. I've been in touch with um, Karen Taylor Robeson. I have a lot of respect for her, and I'm working uh, to have, continue have any, to meet with Have any of the folks that you've met with, the Karen Taylor Robesons and the Ducies, have any of them said they're going to support you in this campaign after you met with them? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I've had, I've, I've had, I've were, had me, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you every meeting I've had. No, no, I, I not like the meetings. Tell, just tell me a couple of folks who used to be on the other side and now they're with you. I, I have. I will tell you I have many. And as a matter of fact, I have a meeting tomorrow with somebody who was not in my camp and now is wonderful. He's been giving me great advice. I have met with people who would shock you. I'm not going to, okay. I'm not going to go into my private meetings, but I've met with people who would absolutely shock you. And while I don't agree with them on everything, I mean, you know, we're Republicans. I think you guys are Republicans. I'm not sure. But Republicans, I believe, agree on about 95% of everything. And sometimes we get focused on the 5% we don't agree on. I'm from a big family. If you've got an issue with a sibling, you don't start when you're trying to bring them over to you with what you disagree with them on. You start with what you agree on. And we can do a lot and accomplish a lot more on what we agree on. And then we can work on kind of grinding through the stuff we disagree on. Some of it little, some of it big, but we can debate. Miss Lake, can you and help? so I've had many people and I'm continuing to meet with them. And I will meet. I mean, let me just put it this way, Barry. You have not been my fan. You have not been on I, Team Carrie, right? I, I think I, I'm safe to say that. And I, I can't tell you how much I respect that you came on the air with us today. I, I, yeah. I truly do. But, I think it's great that but, you're doing that. But, and I hope you and, do it more. And yet I... And yet I'm here. I mean, my team, yep. when I told them I was coming on, they said, this guy has put out 625 tweets about you in the past year. They counted, wow. they counted them. So, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they told me today. And they said, I don't I think, think they undercounted. I said, guys, I, 625 <laughs> is a lot. I, I appreciate that you're following me and I hope you will continue to. And I hope at one point, Barry, to get your vote. And that's why I'm on to talk to you well, and your listeners, because let me tell you, we need to unblock us. Can, can you unblock us? I need to be Carrie, unblocked. Can you unblock Bruce and I? Can, can, I we'd love that if you know, unblock us. I, yeah, well, I there can't were so the many tweets. tweets. There were so many tweets going out. I was kind of like, this is a little bit unhealthy. I better yeah. maybe I should distance myself so, from him so he's not. Is it unhealthy for me or for you? But that it's, being <laughs> said, I, I'm joking. That being said, I'm happy that you invited me on. I want to reach the people who are listening to you. I, I told my team I'll sit down with anybody if they don't like me. And I will tell you, I don't think Ruben Gallego would sit down for a 15, 20-minute well, we, interview we with somebody out. who didn't like him. Miss yeah. um, Lake, I, I want to I wanna finish and, up, and, and I know that you're by running by way, out of time is, as well. I'm sorry, yes? This is between this is between one of two things. You either want Biden and Gallego, or you want Lake and Trump. Understood. And I'll tell you what, who's going to put the people of this state first? Okay. Who's gonna, you may not like their personalities, but who's going to put the people of this state first? Uh, as a, who's as a sanctuary city? As a McCain Republican, I like to think of myself as, and, and I, I, I considered Senator McCain a friend. What changed? Uh, when you told me that, you know, uh, and other McCain Republicans, I know Barry touched on it briefly, that, that uh, we weren't welcome. Why am I welcome now? And, and what changed? 
Is this Bruce speaking? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, that's not what I said. It was said it was a joke that was said a year before the election when I was taking an incoming, a nuclear bomb style incoming of tens of millions of dollars in attack ads from a McCain Republican. And it was said in jest. And I think if John McCain, who had a great sense of humor, would have heard it, he would have laughed. Okay. But one thing I will say is all Republicans, whether you're McCain Republican, America First, whatever you want to call us, um, all of us need to get a little bit thicker skin because we're going through some tough stuff right now. And we need to be able to take a joke because if we can't take a joke, my goodness, we're going up against the cartels, guys. Okay. So, Carrie, I hear, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you. you got to unblock both of us. I agree with you about the thicker skin, but I just got to ask you, you, you've blocked like tens of thousands of Arizonans. Can you unblock us and let yeah, us see what you have, have to say? Yeah, let's have some thicker skin. Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's see. I mean, if anybody's being personally attacking you, certainly block them. But, uh, but here's, here's I never said anything but policy disagreements. I like to keep my... I like to keep the stuff I see on Twitter, at least where it's, uh, it's, it's advancing what I'm interested in seeing. And I want to I look at things that are interesting. And just watching somebody 625 times or whatever it is attack me, I, I'm okay with that. I'm a tough woman, okay? Good. You can attack me, whatever. But I don't want to really it's see not just it. Me, and I though. think it's actually healthier if I, don't, okay. if I don't have access to that for you because – Maybe you can take a deep breath and and I'm going to work, Barry. I'm going to work on bringing you over and getting you to vote. Right. I hope you don't want to vote for Ruben Gallego. I, I have we, to tell you, I'm, I we have to go to news, and I really do appreciate you coming on with today, Carrie. I mean that sincerely, and, and you stayed along you. with us, and thank you. Uh, and thank you for doing that. That was great, and I, and I do hope you do it more. I think this is helpful for everyone to hear, for the voters to hear, and, and we'd okay. love to have you on anytime. Excellent. And Bruce, I'm going to work on bringing you over, too, because that's about putting our we got to come together, not only as Republicans, but as Americans, because we we, we can all agree we got a mess right now. OK. And I, so we got to come together as Americans at the end of the day as Americans. Appreciate your time today. Thank you for your time. Thanks, guys. All okay. right. That's uh, Carrie Lake, uh, right. Arizona U.S. Senate uh, candidate. And uh, there was a lot in there. A lot of a lot of good info. There's in a there. lot in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, t- tell you what. Um we got to take a breath, yes. <laughs> to say the least. Yes, we we got to take a breath. We are going to be right back. Barry Markson in for Gatos. It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. All right. Hey, uh, a happy Monday to you guys. A happy President's Day for those of you that eh, be listening. A little different time for you or whatever. I'm yeah. Bruce. Uh, Barry Markson in for Gatos today. Um, we just concluded a uh, uh, an interview with uh, Senate candidate Carrie Lake. Yes. Um, a different tone, Carrie Lake, than we've heard in the past. Do you think Is that fair or am I just... No, I, I think so. I think she, uh, I, I, and again, I give her credit for coming on and, and answering questions. Uh, or she least, knew she or, wasn't going to be talking to two fans. Or at least facing the questions. Right. She knew this wasn't going to be a, a, an interview that, that was just going to be uh, kissing her, her feet or anything. And, well, and Barry, she, and they she counted came how many times you've tweeted about it. <laughs> I'm impressed by that. Six, how many was it? She said 625, 625 times. times. I don't know if that's actually right, but I'm not going to. Hell of a hell of a number. But I'm not going to deny it. Don't argue. But, yeah. I'll, but I'll tell you, she. I, I think it's great that she came in. Look, she didn't answer all the questions. Some she kind of she went around and. I think she, she danced around most but, of them. Yeah, but but she came in, and you got to give her credit. I think all politicians should do that, Bruce. I really did. I, I really do. I think you need to come on and talk to the press and uh, have interviews and answer real questions or dance around them if that's Get what you want to do. Get out of your silo. And, yeah. Don't don't just talk to the bubble that you live in. Yeah. Talk to the talk to the people. And she did that here uh, on KTAR. Uh, you, you came out of the gates hot. You hit her with the abortion question, well, and and I, I can't tell because she's not unique like this. The position on uh, her position on some of these things. 
is fluid might be a nice well, way to put it that it's been moving around yeah but what i took from it is when it comes to abortion she's okay with what the voters of arizona decide at least that's well that's, my what, take. that's what she's saying now and, and and this is the question that voters are going to have to decide republicans have figured out that they're position their prior their position on abortion their true position on abortion which is ban all abortions except to save the life of the mother wildly is, unpopular with the electorate is, you're, you're going to lose election Literally after election lose. and they've seen that in every state including red states like missouri yeah and kansas <laughs> yeah. And, and ohio yeah. it's, it's not working so carrie lake who a year ago during the gubernatorial election was literally saying that she supported the arizona pre-statehood abortion law, which is a total ban on abortion except to save the life of the mother, right. and put in prison doctors or anyone who helped a woman get yeah, an abortion. It was hundred-plus-year-old law, right? right? and she that's what she was in support of, and she vocalized that. She wrote about it. It was That was not a secret. She kind of acted like she wasn't saying that, but that's exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. She also said during the campaign that she supported Texas as what they call the heartbeat law, which is five or six weeks, and we're seeing in Texas right now, uh, Bruce, they, they have that law in place. They went from doing 50,000 abortions a year to six. Not 6,000, six. So that's a ban on abortion in that state. That's what Carrie Lake wants in Arizona. That's what she always said. Mm-hmm. Now, she said today she wants whatever the people of Arizona want. To me, that's a little wishy-washy. Tell me what your position is. Right. Don't just follow people. Be a leader. Because as a senator, yeah. you, you you could have a lot of influence on right. that. And my thing for politicians is always, tell us what your real positions are, and then let us decide. Don't don't I'll decide if they align with my values, morals, exactly. beliefs, or not. And, and I'm not going to say anybody's lying, but but don't, don't try to hide it. Don't obfuscate. Tell us what your position is, and yeah. then we'll decide who we want to vote for. And she's not doing that now. And But she did say, and I think this is very, very interesting, she said she would not vote for a national abortion ban. As a senator. And that's right. and that's, gonna, that's very interesting that she said that. But she's also against the abortion pill, which has been in place for decades right. and so helpful to women and, and really avoids abortions as soon mm-hmm. as people are able to do it so early. So, But she's... she's uh, she w- she's not in favor of allowing that, and that's a case before the Supreme Court right now and could face uh, congressional action here in the next year or two. So very interesting there. Um, On the election, she was very interesting. Uh, she, <laughs> I think you asked three times. I did. I, does, was, did you I, count? Because I, I was counting. I, I wanted to make sure you she had every chance times, to answer it. Yeah. Um, who stole the election? And how did they do it? And how did they do it? Yeah. And, and the answer, answer is no answer. She and the no answer is she wants to look forward, not back. Although to, today, yeah, her attorneys expanded her "quote unquote" election fraud lawsuit into Cochise County. Correct? Is it Cochise or Coconino, Coconino County? One, one, yeah, it starts with a co. Yeah, it's the one that How's includes that? Flagstaff. So it's okay, Coconino. Okay, yeah, Coconino. Yeah. Sorry. So she's yeah, and that's so and that was she's today. Still looking back, at, literally today. Right, and yeah. this is her and Trump, and this is their new lawsuit that they just filed last month in February, and now they're expanding it into another county, and they continue to do this election fraud stuff because that's a big part of her brand. Now, again, she's looking at the polls. This doesn't work. You don't win elections doing this. You're not going to win elections relitigating the right. last one. So when she's so she's following these lawsuits and that feeds in what that gets them uh, Bruce's money. Uh, it gets sure. them it gets them fundraising and people sending money for that because there's an awful lot of folks out there from Magaland who love that stuff. So Barry, do you think that it's fair to say that her interview with the friendly silo, uh, the MAGA world she lives with would sound very different? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. I've seen it. Sound very I, 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 I was going to say, she, I, I was expecting yeah. more of that. She, she goes on Steve Bannon's show. She goes, right. on, yeah, she goes on these shows that, that are right there on the far right. And she, and it's all about in, the election uh, and, yeah. and this, that, and the other. So she, she didn't, she didn't want to do that here. And, and that was interesting. But, uh, I, again, we tried she, to hold her and, and so that you guys know. Yeah. Um, we are aware. And, and, and by the way, Carrie Lake's not the only one. No, Who no. doesn't necessarily like to answer 
the question. Senator McCain was the one who told me, and and I'd heard it from other people. He said, "I answer the question I want, not the question right. you asked." That's exactly right. Uh, and so <laughs> uh, we're aware of that. All we can do is ask the question a different way, ask it yeah. a second time, and if they don't answer, they don't answer. It doesn't make for a good interview just to keep asking questions they won't answer. Right. Just so you know, we are aware of it. I right. don't want people. She didn't answer a lot of the questions, as expected. Right. But <laughs> I've got, all no, we can do is ask. Absolutely. But if we're talking to Carrie Lake, we have to ask her questions about the election fraud issue because that's been so much of what she's yeah. talked about. And and I we had to give her the chance to, to say, here's how it was stolen and who did it. And. She can't answer that question because yeah. it wasn't really pretty, stolen. Pretty, yeah, it would yeah. be pretty simple to answer it if you had those Absolutely. answers. He's Barry Markson in for Gatos today. Um, you know what? It is President's Day, for goodness sake. Maybe a lot yes. of folks have the day off, right? You're thinking, good for you if you yeah. do. Maybe you're working. Good for you if you do as well. Um, new, wow, new ranking of all of the presidents. Yes. And uh, I've actually, I've met two presidents. I like to think of the presidents have met two, have met you. Two presidents have had the opportunity to meet me. <laughs> I like the way you roll, Barry. We're going to dig into that. It's coming up next. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Barry Markson in for Gatos today on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Here we are at a President's Day. Um, hey, if you missed any of our Kerry Lake interview, not only will we have it up on podcast, we're going to play some uh, some highlights All right. or lowlights, depending on how you look <laughs> at it. Uh, Bruce St. James and Barry Markson in today on your President's Day. We got some other things going on in the yeah. world. It is President's Day. Uh, and there is a, uh, a a new poll, a survey, if you will, from a bunch of nerds. <laughs> Let's just be honest, one another. These, uh, uh, this is a survey yeah. from members of... Of the Presidents and Executive Politics Section of the American Political Science Association. Hey, now. Which calls themselves the foremost organization of social science experts in presidential politics. I can just imagine that their uh, uh, their conventions group. are a knockdown drag out <laughs> affair, right? They probably run out of 2% milk around 6 p.m. on that deal. But they've ranked all of the presidents. And yeah. I got to tell you, I got some questions. All right. First off, can we just uh, let's let's not bury the lead. Lincoln's still number one. Lincoln's number one. He hasn't moved. He's been number one for a while. Yeah, apparently. It's, over, it's called the overall presidential greatness ratings greatness and rankings. Rank. Okay. So Lincoln's number one, but there has been a change been near changes. the top. I don't understand. How did President Washington go down? You know, this what is, did George Washington do? How does he, he go? He goes down. This is incredible. It's like the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. When all of a sudden, like, people get more or less votes every year. It's like, he what happened? From second to third. He, FDR he dropped the spot. jumped over. George Washington, that is a travesty. FDR, fine, okay, I uh, get. It. Right. How does George Washington go I, down? I don't know. That it's it's incredible. So he, he went really down dunk. one spot, went from second to third. It's pretty incredible. By the way, Roosevelt's two of the top four. That's yeah, a, right. yeah, you got as a, a family, right. they're they're yeah, crushing. Yeah, Teddy's it. in at number four. Uh, you've got uh, Thomas Jefferson coming in yep. at number five. Uh, now here is the interesting news for oh, me. A couple interesting that? ones. Well, the current president. Usually you don't see him very high on these lists. Yeah, Joe Biden, number 14. 14. Of out all of, the presidents. Out of uh, 45. Out of, and he's only had three years. Okay. Maybe that's better off. He's less, maybe less, uh, the less years, the better for some presidents, for sure. I, I, the less you have to judge you on. I'm sure there's something with that. <laughs> uh, the rest of the top 10. Again, we had Truman at six. Obama at seven. Obama at seven. Seven. That seems high. Well, he went up. Look at this. Since since the, the last time they did this was yeah. in 2015, uh, from uh, 2015 to 24, and the newest change is 2018 to 24. He went up nine points. So nine history is treating him better. Yes. I think we're grading on a curve, quite honestly. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Wow. Eisenhower, LB. 
LBJ and then Kennedy came, uh, rounding out the top 10. Yeah. Um, no, Clinton comes in at number 12. I fuck. <sighs> which is which is kind of interesting. And that's down four. He had yeah, been I, it up. I'd be grading yeah. him lower. Yeah. It's, a, it's pretty interesting. Clinton, so Clinton, Clinton doesn't rate high on mine. Now, I want to admit that I do not have a ton of historical context for William Henry Harrison, President Pierce. Yeah. Have to Even really James go back Buchanan, okay? Right. So I can't tell you why they're near the bottom of the list, okay? I'm sure they taught that like in American History 101, and I forgot all of it. But uh, Trump did come in dead last. Trump is and Trump not is even last. close. No. Is, it, like it, on the scale. When they're giving everybody the number of points, he has 10.92 points. The, the second to last guy on the list, 16.71, yeah. is really low. So uh, I've met two presidents. How many presidents have you met? Barry? I've never met a president. Never? Never met a president. I've had I'm a couple gonna, want to meet me, and I just said no. I've met two. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give you a Which one would you like to hear the story? Jimmy Carter or okay. Ronald Reagan? I want to hear Ronald Reagan. So I was working in Tucson, <laughs> and president. I was working with a charity down there called Casa de los Niños. It's okay. a wonderful charity. Uh, and President Reagan was a supporter from afar. Oh. And right after he left office, he came to Tucson, and he was giving one of those speeches, you know how presidents can go around, and I don't charge a million bucks to go talk yeah. to a group of you know insurance salesmen. He was doing that. Uh, and he was doing that. Yeah. And he came to Tucson, but he made a point to go to Casa de los Niños, meet with the sisters, and and, this, oh. and they invited Very me. Nice. They said, you, you're been a supporter. You, you know, we work with you. Why don't you come down and meet President Reagan? Did they do the thing they do here when they say you can come but behave yourself? Did they do they that? They did not tell me I had to behave myself. <laughs> they knew that right. I would behave myself. But can I tell you my favorite part of uh, President Reagan? He was, he was, by the way, he was wonderful. He was warm. He was funny. He's great with the kids. They had all these kids out there. And they don't know who President Reagan is. Just an older guy, right? And he's very grandfatherly like that. And I, I said to him, I said, President Reagan, I, um, I've never asked anybody for an autograph. Uh, I, I just, I don't do that, but I, I would be remiss if mm. I didn't uh, get an autograph for this. And he took out a, a post-it note pad. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like post-it notes? Yeah. But they had the presidential seal and said President ah. Ronald Reagan on them. And he signed it, he autographed it. Barry, he took it off and he stuck <laughs> it on my chest. <laughs> I still have my Ronald have Reagan... Did you frame Autograph it? Autograph post-it note. Did you frame it? Or it is, is it? not framed, but do you, I, I do have my post-it I, note I got from President Reagan. If I went to your house, could you show me where it was? It would take a little bit of finding, but I think I could. <laughs> right. He's Barry Markson. I'm Bruce St. James. It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos coming back at the top of the hour. Did cops let a Gilbert goon off the hook strictly because of race? We're talking about it next right here on KTAR.